Check, 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 check. Once again, we are here, you boys. Super duty tough. Whack. Doing what we do. <laughs> it's fine, December evening. Yeah, man, I wrote the first verse that I, I, I ain't wrote a verse in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Got a feature today, and uh, it's me and Castro actually, uh, nice. Curly, friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wrote this verse today, man. I got bars, man. I'm, I'm good, <laughs> man. <laughs> this man with this, I've got bars. Not, not nobody else. Me, me. I, hey, man, I got sometimes them. you know when you were, when you away from the pen for a while. Yeah, yeah. You, you know be what second mean? guessing. You be like, do I still got it? Do I still, still got? It? Yep. yep. Then you drop them joints. He like, yep. The boy is back. The boy I'm still is him. Back. I'm, I'm still. Him. I'm still that guy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't wrote nothing in a minute myself, so I I know I'm gonna be saying the same thing very soon. Because <laughs> I I'm, I ain't wrote in a while, and you know, like you just said, whenever you take some time off, right? And when you come back, and you be in your bag, you be like, oh snap! Yeah, I'm that guy. I still got. It. Yeah, still, still. <sighs> Then the question becomes, why don't I do this all the time? <laughs> right. Why don't I write more often? I should write more often. I could feel like this every day. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> I'm slipping. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, that's the question. That's the question, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I, shit. You had a more interesting day than me. I ain't, I ain't been writing because I got so much random stuff going on with this, this, this work and stuff trying to get settled in. So, like, I took my Yeah, how'd the uh, shit go today? Oh, today I well, I well today I just had my uh my hazmat uh fingerprints, which is just oh, okay. like some TSA shit. You just got to go to this place and they take your fingerprints and you show up with your your paperwork. So they don't give you your hazmat. You got to like check out through the FBI and all this shit. Like, wow, TSA official background check. So you can't even really have you can't have no history of like certain crimes. And you can't have like no history of like mental illness. Wow, or they just not gonna give it to you. So I'm like, yeah, let me get my hazmat real quick, man. I'm good to go. <laughs> I think I'm good to go. I ain't worried about right. this. You know, FBI right. gonna be knocking at my door trying to interview me in a minute <laughs> just because I want to get my damn hazmat certification. But you know, it's all good. So I just been chilling, man. I start training on Monday. Nice, nice. So, which means like, you know, they found me. My orientation is done. They found me a trainer. I hit the road. Uh, I talked to him yesterday, and uh, I rolled out with him for like the next three, four weeks, starting Monday. You know, but he lives in Columbus, so he comes back to Columbus frequently. So I could be home every day or two. It just doesn't matter. It's not set, but it's I'm just rolling with him, and I'll get to actually get like a, a gang of roll time. I'll be doing the majority of the driving and learning. And he'll just be teaching me nice. how to be a motherfucking trucker, man. Like this is nice, man. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. It's, it's crazy, right? I'm like, yeah. wow, this thing is really happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you know, like this is a prime example of. Making a plan, yeah, and fucking, you know, like doing the plan, working yeah. the shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we talked about this probably over a year ago. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is that example of you know working the plan, and now everything is you know kind of coming into fruition, fruition, fruition. Jeez, and um. Yeah, you're just working the plan, man, and it's coming together. So yeah, it's wild as hell. I'm just like, wow, I'm really 
yeah, I really got my CDL. Huh? I really, yeah. I, I really, got I really do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really about to be driving out here. This is wild as shit. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, I'm looking forward to just learning now. It's just, I'm just in student mode. I want to learn as much as possible, as fast as possible, and just get my experience in. Because that's really the the biggest weakness in my game is just like experience. You know, yeah. so that's what they do. They pretty much send you out for like, you know, three to five weeks with a trainer. If you pick up everything super fast, three weeks. If you yeah. take a little longer, five weeks, you know, maybe more depending on what's going on. But, you know, I'm going to just try to just uh, be on my P's and be sitting there and just be a sponge, man. You know, feel it, which uh, is the perfect segue to this week's topic. Facts. You know, uh you know, if just one thing I've learned over my life is that, you know, I've I've had a lot of education, you know, went to, you know, obviously high school, obviously like college, corporate America, that side, you know, music as well. And now back to this, you know, so I've been I've been self-taught on many things, you know. Um, and so getting back into this driving thing has exposed me to a lot of other teachers and teaching styles. And, it, and and knowing what I know now, I look at it all differently. And what has made me think about is like how important a good teacher is, but more importantly, uh, what a bad teacher is. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there are different types of bad teachers. And so uh, some of these bad teachers are people are, are, you know, their names shall be not. They'll be nameless in this episode. <laughs> We're not going to say no names or nothing, but you know, this has reminded me of some of this stuff because there are some, uh, there are some amazing, like Phil Jackson level teachers that I had at trucking school. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're going to talk about those teachers. Then I'm going to talk about like an experience I had um, Thursday that made me think of this, a bad experience. And uh, then we're going to talk about the worst teachers. You know, and I got some types here, some archetypes of the bad teachers. And we're going to walk through this and hopefully you get a laugh out of it. And hopefully it kind of opens your eyes to maybe why you ain't been learning certain things. <laughs> right. Right. You know, right. maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not you. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about bad teachers today. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Right. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free huh. So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Super Duty Tough Work, back again, Blueprint, 
the logic the most infamous podcast on planet earth and uh today we're talking about bad teachers so i'm gonna start this out with a story about something that happened to me just the other day at <laughs> during orientation <laughs> so wednesday we had uh at orientation we had to do they call them driving assessments and it's not like in trucking school anytime you got a test or whatever it's very high pressure it's very like if you don't pass this it's a wrap (laughs) countdown starts (laughs) you only get two more if you don't pass this one i gotta send you home you know like the pressure builds you know and so like they're called evals in trucking school they're called evals so you had like one on your maneuvers you know like your backing maneuvers and then you had then you have like one on your pre-trip and one on like your road driving which is basically like the their way of testing you before your cdl test so that when you got to the cdl test you knew that you were ready so if you didn't pass your evals you wouldn't even get scheduled for your cdl test high pressure because you knew like if i don't get this shit right i can't go to the next level so people feel the pressure but the difference in that now going to orientation for this job is like they have like skill assessment tests Mm. way less pressure they're just like we just want to see what you can do right right. so it creates this environment where like it was weird to me at first i'm like what do you mean like ain't nothing riding on this there's like nah well because their their thought is trucking school should have taught you right all this shit we testing you on yeah if you got this far then this should should be nothing yeah however what you lack in we're gonna write some notes right then we're gonna send these notes to the person who will be training you for a month they'll know what your weaknesses are and then that's what it's for it's not like if you do bad you don't get a trainer and they fire you and send you it's not like that right so uh first day we have these uh these maneuver testing and it's me and like six other guys out there all these other guys didn't go to Roadmasters. They went to random schools throughout the Midwest. Okay. Doing these maneuvers. And for an average maneuvers called like the 45, somebody at our level can probably, who knows what they're doing, can put it in a box in about, I don't know, shit, three to five minutes on average. I ended up, they're doing alphabetical order. So I don't even get to go until last. Somehow, I'm always last in the line when they do this alphabetical order shit. Because uh, my last name starts with an S, but four or five guys go before me. 45 minutes, 35 minutes, hour, hour, hour. <laughs> <laughs> These dudes is doing so bad that, like, the teacher just, she had to just move the cone. She was like, <laughs> dudes was running over the cone so much, she just moved the cone. It's like, all right, man, you're not going <laughs> to, you can't seem to not hit this cone on the way in this box. So I'm just going to pick it up and move it two feet over so you can get in the box. It's, she's, I mean, it's not that she's writing down notes. Yes. Needs help on backing. You know what I mean? Because right, this man right. can't put it in the box. Other dude, she had to get in the truck and put it in the box for him. <laughs> Scoot over, man. Let me just. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> now, I'm shocked as I'm seeing this because. At Roadmasters, like the 10 dudes in my class, I tell you, I was like maybe in the middle of like the backing. I was probably fourth to fifth range, somewhere in the mm-hmm. middle. But nine out of the 10 guys 
could put it in the box with proficiency. Like, yeah. there wasn't no slouches. Like, it was some dudes who was driving like they already had their CDLs in my group. They was yeah. really good. And uh, so I'm, I'm, so I see, so what these dudes is doing, they all like, they come out, they super nervous as soon as she put them in a the truck. They, she give them the keys, they drive around and set up for their maneuver. And then what the first thing they do, they start looking at her. <laughs> Looking at looking at the instructor like, can you tell me what to do? Can you help me? You know. So what's she gonna do? She gonna come over? Hey, you know what? So I see this and I'm thinking, okay, this is just like driving school, man. If you look over at that instructor, they gonna think you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, they know already. Like this motherfucker, he, he has no clue. Shook. <laughs> dudes be shook to turn that wheel, boy. And so. I was like, yeah, look, I told these dudes, I was like, look, man, this is where y'all messed up at. I said, when I get to go, I'm not, I'm going a, I'm to a tell her first of all, hey, um, let me see if I can put this in the box myself. If I have troubles, I'll call you over. She said, all right, cool. You know, I pull up. I set it up. I put that shit in the box in like two minutes flat. It was one of my, I was just like, zoom, zoom, zoom. It was perfect. She in was your bag. Me, in my bag. She was like, God damn, this pretty, you know what he doing? Especially after everyone taking an hour. Right. I put it in there in two, three minutes, one or two pull-ups. I'm just, ah, like, yeah. I was geeked, right? That's the day. So she knows I can drive, right? Mm-hmm. The next day, then she's like, well, look, you know, since you finished this, why don't you stay in a truck, and then I'm going to have you and me go and do your road test, too. All right, cool. So she takes me on my road test. Do pretty good on my road test, too. We went back, boom. My evaluation is looking, 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 looking crispy, satisfactory. Your man's is looking tight. But I still got things to improve on. And so um, next day, we meet up with her. We got to do these, these. Uh, they got like a simulator, right? The dry, it looked like a giant video game, bro. It's like these giant, like huge panels to your left and right and one big ass thing to the screen. And it looks like a truck simulator. It got like a steering wheel, brake latches, ignition key, panel controls fuck it's kind of fresh if you i'm not a video game dude like that but it's kind of fresh but they it's real though because they really trying to see what you can do all right i'm supposed to go at 7 30 in the morning me and my guy get out at 7 30 some other dude comes up and they're like hey y'all can't be in here because your instructor's not here y'all got to come back when she gets here and she'll get y'all set up to go we're like all right no problem <clears throat> we get back there it's two other dudes in front of us now you know what i'm saying so we kind of bent out of shape about that I'm like, man, oh, we gotta stand in line. When we was up here, and why, why didn't he just let us? We could have been done by now. Oh, strange course of events. Whatever happens, I end up getting put at the back of the line. I'm there at seven thirty. I don't get to do the simulator thing until about noon. That's the worst. I've been sitting. Everybody who got to go, it, they would do the simulator. The person who was working in there, and there would just be like, okay, here's da da da. You should do blah blah blah. Look out for this. Good job. Okay, be careful. Nice job. Okay, cool. I was like, all right, fine. When it's my time to go, all of a sudden, this dude who was, this dude, these two dudes walk in the room. This one of them was the dude who kicked us out earlier. And my instructor, the lady who was same one there, saw me put it in the box and knows I can drive. They're like, hey, uh, we want to, I'm training this guy to be a trainer. Can he sit with your guy while he goes to the simulator and show us what he can do as a trainer? Wow. Wow. 
That's the worst. Because <laughs> he got something to prove. You see where I'm going with this, yeah, right? Yeah, He you trying just, to prove some shit. Because he, you know, he under the microscope the same as you under the microscope. Come on now. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Now, I, prior like, to, I see it. I now, see prior it. to that, I was relaxed because I'm thinking this is just, a, this is, there's no pressure here. She knows I can drive. She right. actually was in the truck with me. I did the maneuvers. We went out on the road and drove around this area. She knows. Now, these two guys, I don't know them. I never met these fools. Yeah, so they don't know. They have no idea. Microscope. Uh, (laughs) It gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. What does she do? Everybody else got to start on the easy level. She puts me on the hardest level. Oh, because she know, but he don't know. (laughs) Snow falling, ice up and down the hills of Colorado. I ain't even touched the wheel yet. Everybody else got to start on the basic city streets. Stop signs, lefts and rights. Children waiting at the crosswalk. I'm sitting there like, why she start me at this hard level? Like dudes are only doing this level who are coming back are real drivers. Like guys who, because they had two different levels on this game. One was for us who were right out of school. The other was for guys who are actively working for the company already and just haven't drove in a winter yet. So they got to come back and take this winter module on this game just so that they can get prepared for what's to come. Sabotage. <laughs> you see it, right? You see where I'm going with this. Sabotage. Your man's was set up to fail from jump. I'm, on, oh. I'm thinking like, oh, man, this, I hope this don't go down like I think it's going to go down. <laughs> Hey, Hover, come on over here. Come on over here. Sit down. At the, at the, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, they're not going to take this that seriously. I'm relaxed. You know, I sit down at the machine. This dude comes sit down. Next, now, here's another side note. The same dude who's now going to be like proving that he can be a leader by instructing me on this fucking video game thing. He was in there taking a test earlier himself. Overweight cat. Every and I only remembered him because every time he got up, his entire butt was hanging out of his pants. <laughs> so I'm thinking. So then I, I turn around like, oh, this is the guy, the guy who been flashing us over here all day while we've been waiting in peace. <laughs> Let me just keep an open mind, man. You know, maybe he's a great teacher. I don't know, but he needs a belt. And so, as soon as I sit down, he sits literally like this close to me. Has anyone ever sat this close to you when you drove a car? Like, you can hear him breathing. You can see him looking at everything from, like, your feet to your hands to every Like, anything you do, it's like, like, he's looking to scrutinize everything. I was like, damn. So then I'm looking over my shoulder and, like, it's a teacher. His teacher's over his shoulder. <laughs> Another dude that ain't seen you drive. Right. <laughs> and she's over their shoulder. I'm now all of a sudden I'm starting to feel the pressure. <laughs> right, right. I was right. relaxed. <laughs> I was as relaxed as I was in the truck the day before. I was like, hey, this is cool. You know, I'm not tripping. I'm gonna go out and show what I can do. But now I'm feeling pressure because now, mind you, I haven't even got settled on this game yet. It ain't like yeah, a you, real truck. Yeah, I didn't like, get this any... shit is real. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> I was supposed to do three modules on this truck. Three. So 
they set me up on the hardest one that my class wasn't even doing. <laughs> Immediately. And then, then they sit this dude right next to me. Man, from the as soon as I touched that wheel, he was on my ass. <laughs> about every little thing. He was just on me about stuff the game wasn't even telling me to do. So I got behind the wheel and he's like, I, you know, I turn on my hazards, you know, starts you on the side of the road in the snowstorm. It's already hard enough, right? You ain't got no traction. You don't know where you at. They just pop you into the middle of the, some snowstorm. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't know. I'm trying to get my bearings, you know. So I'm like, okay, let me turn this wheel and see where I'm going. He's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. You got to do a tug test. You got to make sure your trailer's attached. I was like, whoa, whoa, relax. Like, when's this? When did we? Well, I was never taught that. Like, what do you mean? He's like, just do a tug test. I always do a tug test. Do a tug test. This is how he's talking to me. <laughs> I, I, I just do this. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is going to be terrible. Terrible. So finally, I'm starting to go a little bit. I'm getting out the street. I start out really bad because now here's what's, here's what's even crazier. Everything he's saying to me, they're hyping him up to just say more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, what you should have said was, but what about the that you didn't tell him about? I'm, so I'm sitting there. I'm going through this module with this dude busting my ass, riding me about a bunch of bullshit. And I'm just feeling the pressure. You know what I mean? And they talking about me like I'm not there. <laughs> At one point, someone said, so I finally get off that module, which was, you know, so at one point, you know, I'm going down a hill. Right. And he's like, take it out of manual. And put it in, uh, and go, uh, no, take it out of automatic and put it in manual. And I was like, why? And he was like, just do it. <laughs> I was like, he didn't give you an explanation? He didn't tell me no explanation. I was like, can you just tell me what I'm doing this for? He's like, yeah, you just put it, put it, when you go to manual, it'll be in 11th. I was like, what does that mean in terms of my speed and what I'm doing right now? So I was asking. I asked him just like I'm I'm just calm though. I'm still calm. I'm not heated. I never got heated. I was just like, I don't understand what what why am I doing this? Can you explain to me why I'm doing this? You know what I mean? It wasn't like I was spinning out or out of control or you know. And he's just like, just put it in there. <laughs> so his instructors are getting frustrated with him because he looked like he's losing control of the situation just because I'm asking him basic questions. Right, right. And he couldn't just say, he you know what I'm saying? Him. He couldn't answer him, right? Like he couldn't say, hey, this is why I, I would ask you to do the tug test because this scenario, this scenario, this scenario. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, why would I know why people do it in different scenarios? They just don't fit that one I was in. And so mm -hmm. I'm just asking like, well, you know, what's the reasoning? You know, he can't explain. He's getting frustrated. He gets frustrated. They get frustrated with him. They start talking more about me like I'm not there. <laughs> while they're standing two feet behind me you know what i mean it's the worst experience of my life i was like i need to get out of here man so but i'm trying to keep it cool i'm trying to just so you know i whenever i'm in these scenarios i just start to kind of disconnect a little bit i just you know i just people just be talking and my mind just be on the beach 
my body is in this building with y'all, but my mind is at home making beats or something. I'm just not there no more. I'm checking out. So finally, we get off this, this snow thing. And it's the same thing is happening every scenario. Like he's just like busting my ass about all kind of little things, but never telling me why. It gets to the point where one time there's like, you know, it's like a video game. They got like dudes randomly walking into the street. Right. Stopping. You got to weave around. Uh, 30 feet in the distance is a giant abandoned trash can. He's like, make sure you don't hit the trash can. I was like, man, chill, man. <laughs> Let me drive. I just like, relax, bro. <laughs> I see the trash can. It's it's obvious they put that there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But he's so, he's in a fucked up position. He got to look like super trainer. <laughs> so finally, we get to the, 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 the end of this one module, whatever it was. So I'm turning a corner. And because he's been through this shit, he knows what's around the corner. So instead of letting me kind of figure it out and drive like a real driver does, I turn this corner. He's like, get all the way over there to the left. I was like, what's going on over there? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> That's where you got to dock at. You got you to gotta park over there. I was like, all right, all right. But by then, it was like I was already, it was way too late to just plow over to the left. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, look, man, let's, let's chill for a second. Let's relax. You know, it's too late for me to go over there. Wherever I got to park, I'm just going to figure it out from here. So I see. So finally, I get to the thing where the game tells me park back here. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a backing drill, just like the one I did yesterday in real life. I'm like, all right, no problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to back this motherfucker into this box real quick. And so I'm in there. I'm I'm putting my turns in. I'm doing it. I'm coming around. And then they're like, you got to get out and look to make sure it's cool. So this is, you know, you're supposed to get out of the, the truck and look before you back in certain situations to make sure nothing's behind you. This is a video game, though. It's not like, I'm like, how do I get out of the game? How do I can look in a video game? You know what I'm They're right. like, oh, you got to come back and look at the monitor back there in the back of the room. Then that gives you the aerial view. I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll do it. I go look. I come back. I'm like, oh, I'm looking good, man. Let me go ahead and put this in the box real quick. I say this. For some reason, I think this pissed them off. Because <laughs> when you said it. <laughs> Oh, let me just do this shit. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, you know, this ain't nothing. Yeah, I was like, this is a good setup. This is a perfect setup. Man, let me just put this in the box real quick. You know, I'm still relaxed, relatively relaxed. So as soon as I start putting it in the box, he starts just like nitpicking me. I was like, dude, I got this. I'm putting it in the box all smooth. I put it in the box at one time. He's like, no, it got to be perfectly lined up. I'm like, this is a video game, bro. So he tells me to pull out and back it up all over again. The guy behind me is like, why is he pulling out of the thing? He already had it. It's taking too long. <laughs> He's being the, the other dudes start being real rude. And then, and so I'm like, hey, it's cool, man. He told me to, you know, and then she's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? It's, uh, I thought he was in there. What happened? You know, I'm like, well, he told me he wanted perfect. That's your guy, you know? So it's, it's chaos. This is, this is happening the entire time with every turn I made in this game. It's three people, and then the guy behind me starts getting even more pissed. Would you just put it in a damn box? You know, <laughs> it's taking 30 minutes. You know, he's he's heckling me now. You know, <laughs> I get done with that thing. I finally, it got to the point to where, like, I had it in, in the box. It wasn't perfect, but she she just was like, all right, this is enough. Right. This is good right, enough, right. Al. This, this is cool. Let's just end this module right here. Okay, that's enough. Thankfully, she ended it. 
before I got to the end of that damn thing. They leave. Then they finally set me up on the one by myself, which was the first one I was supposed to do with all the other students on my level, the employees who were just out of school. I, I just had, didn't care no more. I was hitting curves, running over people. <laughs> I was just tearing that, that course up, man. I was just like, I didn't care no more. They made me hate driving. I was like, fuck this. But I didn't say nothing. I kept it professional. I didn't say nothing. I kept it pushing. Now, I tell that story to say this. There are good teachers out there. And there are bad teachers out there. And sometimes we if we don't know the difference, we will tend to think that the problem is us Mm. or that maybe we are slow. Yeah. Maybe, you know, um, we're we're being, you know, like we it's us. It's like, no, man. Teachers are humans. Right. And in a lot of instances, many of these teachers are people who were not necessarily chosen. They chose themselves. Right. For reasons that don't have anything to do with the students. Yeah. And that scenario that I just described is one where you you heard it from the beginning. Like this sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) Set you up to fail, G setting me up to fail and whereas i was relaxed because i had proven everything to her the day before right these two guys and i said the same thing to her like when we was out put on the thing i said man i'm gonna put this in the box real quick for you so you ain't gotta wait an hour on me you know i'm just i'm just having fun with it being adding some levity to the situation and i and i believed i could put it in a box naturally if i didn't i wouldn't say that it wasn't like i had a messed up setup she didn't say a word to me. She was like, great job. Yeah. Now, the next day when the two dudes came in, I don't know those dudes. But I do know that they ruined my experience as a student. Yeah. And so this episode, I want to talk about, like, the different types of bad teachers. And so we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about my favorite teacher that I've had during this whole experience. Then I'm going to talk about these different bad teachers. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work, meaning If you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at waitlist.net. That's superdutytoughwork at waitlist.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, And we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. All right, folks, we back. Super duty, tough work. We're talking about bad teachers today, man. Hope y'all got something out of that story. Because while I was going through it, it wasn't funny. But when I got by the time I got my car and started getting (laughs) home, I'm like, yo, 
that was that was lightweight funny and they kind of was probably real pissed at me for <laughs> like not responding the way they thought i would you know yeah and the wild thing about the whole situation just to just to piggyback on the story is you know like you said teachers are human yes and just because somebody is a teacher doesn't necessarily mean there's an they're an expert yes especially like you said when people put themselves in that position Yes. Usually when you're chosen to be in that position, you have gotten to a level where it's recognized by other people yes. that you are proficient and that you are good enough to instruct someone to do something as opposed to you saying, I could teach this. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different scenario because when other people see that you are proficient, then that allows you to have the confidence to not be nitpicky. Yes. To not have to prove yourself because obviously you've already proven yourself because you were chosen. Yes. Not because you chose to be put in that position. Yeah, man. What it also made me think about, too, to add on to that is the the, the importance of trust. Yes. In a student teacher relationship. What many teachers, the ineffective ones get wrong. They tend to think that students don't respond to them well. Because students are just bad students or they just don't care enough or they're not willing to put in the work or. But oftentimes what the truth is, is that students don't respond to them well because students don't trust them yet. Right. The reason one of the main reasons I had an issue with this whole scenario I just described was that I didn't have no relationship with that dude. There was no trust there. And when you told me that he's being evaluated by another dude and there you're evaluating him while you, it's like this guy is going to do and say everything he can because he's now under pressure. Mm-hmm. He's not going to. And when I was like, is he going to try to at least be cool and build a relation and trust is earned? If I ask you, well, why am I going to manual instead of automatic? And you can't answer that and you say, just do it. You violate trust. Yeah, I don't trust you now. I don't, I don't think you, you know. Now. You don't understand. You don't know what, yeah. why I'm doing this. Right. You're telling me to do something that you can't even explain to me. Yeah. So why should I trust that you know more than I do? And that you have my best interests in mind. Facts. At that point, this is how you create bad students. You skip the step of building trust, and then you will never have a student who respects or listens to you. Every teacher I've ever had that I respected and really loved working for and with, they had my trust. Yeah. You know, so I want to talk about my favorite teachers at Roadmaster because these guys are so completely different than these other guys. And they got and every student there loved them. There were two teachers. One's name was Mike. We got him like week two. And in week four, you get to a guy named Dale. And what you notice about about our driving school was like we said it was like Mortal Kombat. We're like mm. every week you get a, a, a harder and harder challenge, but you get a better teacher. You know, by the end, you get to like Goro and he's got all these. You know what I mean? Like and they would tell stories about this dude named Dale. Like, yeah, Dale is just Dale is the, when you get to the last stage, the carousel, there's like five stations and Dale's so good. He can tell everybody what they need to be doing by himself. So he's down over five trucks like, oh, you need to do that. And you get down there and he's really that good. 
Mm. He's really that good. You're like, God damn, this guy's amazing. Like, I didn't even think he saw me way over here fucking up. And he's like, <laughs> Carl, he's like, hey, yeah, you got any, what's going on with the, you know, he's that good. But the thing about Dale and Mike that made them amazing teachers was that number one, you, they built trust very early. It was not about ego with them. They didn't walk around like they had something to prove. They just kind of, and what they did that would really worked with me was they would ask me questions. Mm. So if I was about to do something and they would say, okay, well, what are you going to do? Just to make me think, what am I going to do? Right. What needs to be done? What am I trying to do? Yeah. Okay. And I would say, well, I think I'm supposed to, I think I'm going to start with this. And like, <laughs> okay well, let me think okay well you know you're right okay this yep that's that's it that's it mm. and then the first but they were different because all the teachers before them told you what to do right, right so by the right. time you got to them you were just doing robotic things step one is to this step two is to that step three and then i'll be in the box and it doesn't work once you get past certain levels they start changing the, the, the environment on you. Distances are different. You could put it in the box perfectly away on that one little uh, uh, setup over there. When you move further down, it's all different. It's got hills and valleys and shit. Now the shit don't work like that. New trucks, you're like, oh shit, I suck now. Mm-hmm. And then here's this guy to say, yeah, tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, what's your plan? What's your plan? What you yeah. gonna do? Why are you gonna do that? You gonna do that? Okay, why? If you can't explain why, you haven't learned shit. And it's all, it's it's the opposite of what you you know the experience you had prior. Yeah, that you were asking questions, but you didn't get a response. Right now they're ask now the teachers are asking you questions, and if you can't respond, then they know you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> See, it's, it works both ways, right? <laughs> yeah, because like if I were to ask any of those guys in school a question like that, oh yeah, why should I go to manual right here instead of automatic they'd be like well here's here's the problem you do this you do this you're gonna be having these three factors here and if this happens you're fucked right (laughs) okay i'll remember i'm gonna always do that from this point forward that makes perfect sense but when i asked him a question it was just do it Mm -hmm. and i was just like this is weird like this guy's not ready to be a good he's not ready to lead anybody yet and so there was no trust there all my favorite teachers like Dale would just walk up to you. He wouldn't even he wouldn't yell or raise his voice. He was just like like literally like Phil Jackson, like all the stories you hear about Phil Jackson coaching Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Shaq. And, and Phil is just laying over there. Just relax. Never yelling. Real Zen. That's how this dude Dale was. Dale would just walk up over to you. You'd be struggling out there in no man's land. He just slyly roll up on the truck and just hang out, lean on it. Hey, what you got going on over here, man? <laughs> You're like, I don't know, man. I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where I'm at. I can't even see the coast, Dale. <laughs> You're like, it's okay. We'll get you. We'll get you. We'll find your coast. <laughs> How about you know? Okay, what's what's the rule for finding a coast? Well, I think it's turn to so you tell him. Yeah, try it once. You try it? Okay, now look and see what you got. Oh, shit. That worked. You know what I mean? He did that. You, We worked for him. I learned more during the four or five days I was with him than I did the whole three weeks prior. 
Mm. Because for the first time, he allowed me to think and I trusted everything. Like it wasn't just do it for you. And so like that made me a better student because I could explain what I was looking for, what I'm trying to do. I'm not just repeating steps that someone told me. And so like that is like the benchmark. Like really, there was like two teachers who were just excellent. They were so good teachers that people didn't even want to leave them. People would try to leave the group they were in to be taught by them. <laughs> like I had one day, the first the sec, first day we worked with Mike, it was like all 10 of us in the class. And then they were like, all right, uh, five of y'all go with Mike and the other five, y'all go down here with this guy. Halfway through, the people down the other guy, they start trying to sneak back in our group. Like, <laughs> oh, fam. We loving it down here. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all can't just take our guy. Uh-uh. Sorry. You know, y'all, you don't want to, we don't want to wait no longer to get on this truck to work with him. You know, so those are like the group, the most important teachers that I've had, you know, during this experience. So now let's talk about the bad teachers and what they have in common. So the first kind of bad teacher I'm going to talk about, I'm going to call these guys the trap setters. Mm-hmm. You may be saying, what's a trap setter, Blueprint? A trap setter is someone who, instead of like telling you ahead of time, teaching you, and then seeing if you've learned the concept, they catch you fucking up and they say, see there? Mm, You don't know everything. Exactly. You don't know shit. I had a teacher, I ain't going to say his name, but me and all of my classmates hated Working with this dude. I had to work with him for two days straight. My last 12 hours of driving was with the same guy. You only get, I'm sorry, you only get 10 hours of driving. My last six was with him. This guy. So you would think, okay, here's an example. One of the biggest tests on this road test is when you pull out of the facility, you got to make a right on a Frank road. And there's a curve over there to the right. They say like damn near 50% of the students, there's only two ways to automatically fail your test. One is to hit a curb. One is to, to, to put your front end out and, and cross traffic or something like that, right? Or to run a red light. It's over. You run a red, you're done. But the, the, the curb is the first thing you get to. 50% of the students fail their test on the first turn. They come out there and they hit that curb while they turn it right. It's over. Turn around, ring right back, you failed your CDS, tell us, see you next week, you need more training. You would think that on the first day of training, someone would say, hey. <laughs> it's a curb right there. Curb right here, man. <laughs> now, we learned about the, the curb through other students. Mm. <laughs> he never, this guy never said, hey, man, look, all these students fail on this curb. Here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. here's the rule when you pull out in this traffic because we had one teacher that told us and the other that didn't so one teacher was like okay when you pull out in this traffic as soon as your headlights are even with that dotted line start turning right yeah. hold that right until and then start looking at your trailer hold that right till your trailer get past that curb once it get past that curb then cut it back don't start cutting back left stay wide mm-hmm. but this guy would do the opposite he would <laughs> He was set traps. You know, we'll call him J. JP was setting traps every day. I would be exhausted from riding with him because every turn, every little thing was like, aha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. 
You would be so nervous driving with him because you didn't know you didn't know what you were being evaluated on. So the first day I drove with him, I was pretty bad. But then I learned like, okay, this dude is just out here trying to be slick. So everything he just told me yesterday, I was perfect on the next day. Although he never trained me on it. He trapped me on it. Yeah. Right. I had to learn from this dude ah, and talking shit, real sarcastic and all this other shit. Just being an asshole. He never actually taught us nothing. He would just kind of trying to punish us for making mistakes and embarrass us but never explain to us what we should be looking for ahead of time how to do it properly you see what i'm saying yeah terrible teacher yeah and that's horrible when when a teacher sets you up to fail when they don't give you when they don't give you the proper tools to make the right decisions and succeed a teacher's job is to make sure that you succeed in whatever task they're teaching you it's not to show you that you don't know shit. Right. I know I don't know shit. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why I'm in school. Hello. I'm trying to learn. <laughs> we know. Can you teach me some shit, bro? Yeah, that shit is wild, man. So the trap setters, man. If you were a student, you probably have had people like this and you didn't even know exactly what it was. Like, why is it that I don't like them? Why is it that this mm-hmm. don't work? Like after I worked with this dude for like three days straight, I was like, okay, I get it. He don't actually teach. Right. He just sets traps. And then when he catches you in a trap, he just embarrasses you. <laughs> yeah. And you got to think like, is that to make him look good? Or is that like, what is the purpose? Yeah. What is the purpose of that? Like as, cause you would think as a teacher, you would get evaluated by people above you. Yeah. So if the people that you're working with are constantly failing, then in the eyes of everybody outside, like either you ain't a bad, you ain't a good teacher or every student that we have sucks. Yes. Yes. And I'm pretty sure every student that we have doesn't suck. No, no, no. This is the guy who I said was basically like the first day we drove with him, me and his other cat, who was clearly the best driver in class. He was like, yeah, y'all drive good enough to pass a test, but that's about it. Never gave us, never said nice turn. No nice confidence convert. boosting. Never no. boosted our confidence. Just three days straight of just tearing us down. You know? And so this is also the same guy who uh, went out of his way to not congratulate me on passing the test. <laughs> he turned the other way in the hallway. He, he, he dipped like pure. Because <laughs> when I saw one of the other teachers, Derek, he was like, yo, you passed it? I was like, yeah. He's like, hell yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? And this dude was behind. He was like, Pew. he just peeled out, took the back stairs, you know what I'm saying, to get away from saying some shit to me. He saw Horrible. me before my test. He saw me after my test. He went out of his way. All the other teachers were like, yeah, good job, man. I knew you could do it. I knew you was going to get it on the first try. This guy, I was like, see, that all my suspicions about him were confirmed after I passed. Yeah. You know, like he couldn't even be happy for me. He should at least I expected him to be a jerk and walk over like, yeah, you know, I was busting your ass for a reason. I knew you could do it. But right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. To throw some and, to- and those kind of teachers are cool. Like, yes. I don't mind those kind of teachers that come back after the fact. Like I was busting your ass because I knew yeah. that you was one of the ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and it makes you feel like, OK, now I get it. I understand. Right. But he just busting your ass just to bust your ass just for, just for you know, fun and shit. Yeah, 
it'd be salty when I pass. Right. <laughs> That's number one. All right. Number two uh, kind of teacher that is a bad teacher is the commanders. The commanders. The commanders are the guys who were like the guy when I was on this, this driving simulator who was sitting literally one foot from me, scrutinizing every single thing, telling me what to do, but not explaining why I needed to do it. Mm-hmm. That shit works in the military. You can tell somebody to do push-ups. You know, you can tell somebody to to you know to go here, get that, put this here. Right? There's a chain of command there, and there's and people know going into it what it's going to be. But when you show up and you're commanding someone who you don't even really know their name, and you ain't even established no relationship with them, and you, that's your only style. And when you when they give you a chance to explain, you can't even explain the commands. You're going to be a bad teacher. and You're going to have bad students. Yeah, this is why I this is why I haven't gone back to school for some things, because I've I've thought about like taking photography classes and, you know, taking classes on videography and editing and doing all kind all of the stuff that I do but you know trying to get better proficient and getting taught by somebody this is part of the reason like especially the commanders this is part of the reason why I'd rather teach myself (laughs) because I know if I make a mistake yeah you know what I'm saying like I I'm going to backtrack and say, okay, why did this happen? And I'm going to backtrack my steps and see exactly what I did where I made the wrong turn. I don't need nobody over me pointing out my mistakes because I know I fucked up. Thank you. If I'm doing something and I'm proficient enough to get to the point where I'm taking a test. Right. I already know when I get to the point where, oh, I'm I'm in, in a world where I don't even know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't need you pointing that out. I need somebody there to encourage me and say like, okay, why did you do this? Why did this happen? Let's fix it. How do we fix it? And let's try not to make that mistake again. Yes. Yeah. And like you said earlier, there is a way to be the commander type, Mm -hmm. but that has to be established earlier. Yeah. There were other teachers at Roadmasters who were like the commander types. Like they would let you know, they let you have it, but they would also tell you, I'm doing this because I want you to be prepared for out there. Yeah, because you can kill people. You in a, you, I yes. mean, come on, bro. Yes. Like you in a, you in a, 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 a vehicle that weighs more than cars, more yes. than trucks. Like yes. tons and tons of shit yes. where you can kill people. Yes. Like so, I, need... I mean, them being hard on you makes sense. Yeah. But don't just beat you down. Just to right. beat you down. And they can explain why. Yeah. You need to do this because of this. If you do that and this happens, you're fucked. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do that. Here's why. You know, and sometimes you got to get that in your head. Okay, now I know why. So now I don't I don't have any questions about doing this. This right. is important. I have to take this with me. But right. uh, it's sad because the, the commanders, sometimes they they lose their effectiveness when they don't uh, establish trust or explain why they're telling you to do something or why certain things are important. And that was the issue with me on that simulator. It's like. This dude is literally commanding me, nitpicking me everything. Turn on your left signal. Turn on your right signal. Like, oh, you turn on your signal too early. You turn on your signal too late. Like, this is how he was on my ass. I'm like, I'm too early on a signal? I'm too late on a signal? Like, what? Oh, you stopped too soon. You stopped too early. <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude, you turned on your hazard lights too soon. You turned on your flat ways too early. 
was like, yo, this guy is going out of his way to just tell me what to do and not even, you know, there's nothing I could do that would make him happy, man. Right. You know, so that's the number two. Let's talk about the number three kind of bad teacher. And this is the selfish teacher. These are the people who teach for themselves, not for the students. Yeah. It don't matter what you came there to learn. It don't matter uh, what you paid to be there. The selfish teachers, they be just there to hear themselves talk, man. Yeah. They be like, yo, man, y'all just here every day for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like they there to show you how much they know. Yeah. You know, not to teach you anything they know, but to show you how much they know, to yeah. show you how proficient they are in this area. And you wish you were me. You yeah. wish you, you wish you could do this like I do this. <laughs> right. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like, is that why you people become teachers? I always looked at becoming teacher as like a exercise in like self-sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, where you you basically are choosing an occupation where you know that you don't come first. Right. You know, the education of those you're teaching is the number one priority. Right. Because that's where your success is. Your success is in the proficiency of the people you teach. Yeah. So if you're teaching people and they don't know how to do shit after they leave your class or your tutelage, then you're not a good teacher. You're failing. Yes. You (laughs) You suck. (laughs) You're horrible. You suck. All your lectures and all your beautiful words and all the experience that you beat them over the head with. I used to do this. I did that. I still do this at this level. That's fine. Are they prepared? Right. Are do they have a is their learning your number one priority? Are you moving like that? Or are you just one of those teachers who feeds your ego first before that of a student? You know? Right. And uh that's how I felt when I was in there on that simulator. I felt like this is no longer about me. You know? Soon as soon as they told me, hey, this guy is gonna practice being a leader with you and his supervisor is going to evaluate him while he's evaluating you and we're going to evaluate you and him i was like this is this ain't about me no more <laughs> yeah it has nothing to do with you at that point no no it has nothing to do with you nothing to do with me and and that's where it's like yo that's very selfish of you yeah why would you not ask the student hey look first of all why are you going to put me on the hardest level to start off with dress up yeah it was a trap (laughs) (laughs) it was a fucking trap it was a trap then when i finally and despite despite them busting my ass the whole time when i got to that backing part of it i was ready to put in a box then they get mad because i'm like yeah i'm about to put this in the box like what am i supposed to say I can't put this in the box. Right. I hope I hope I get this right. Man, this is so tough. I don't know if I'll be able to. Jeez, can you want to you take the wheel? <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I'm supposed to believe I can do it. You know? And so like they didn't it was no longer about me, man. And when you when you do that, what it made me see is that you make that student disengage. Because right. going into it, I was excited about getting on that thing because I, I saw everybody else do it. I was like, this is cool. And then when they told me what it was going to be and I'm here and I got three people yelling at me, I was like, this is just like it got so bad that she didn't even make me do all the levels. Mm. She was like, let's just call it a day. You good, man. Because <laughs> she already knew. She knew. 
Yeah. Because she was actually a good teacher. Yeah. She said stuff to me the day before that where I was like, that's great. I'm glad you said that. You know, she took me to the side and told me stuff. And, and it was like she built trust. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just do this, do that, do this. And it was cool. But it's like these other guys, they were there for their thing. And when I didn't allow it to go like they wanted, it took a little longer. I asked more questions like humans do. Mm-hmm. They really got upset about it. And uh, it just made them look so selfish, man. So if you're going to teach, make it about the student, man. Yeah. You know? Or what's the fucking point? All right. So we'll take a break. And we'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you, as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists. And the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop, along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast the 10 traits of successful hip-hop is for you second book is the social media cheat code that is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media it's not for super experienced people it's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need so what we did is i broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support. And uh, back to the show. Super duty tough work. Back again. Last little part for y'all. Mm-hmm. Hope y'all are getting some out of this. These bizarre stories that uh, unfortunately happen, but are kind of funny. So I'm gonna keep sharing them as they happen. <laughs> the number four type of bad teacher is the paycheck teachers. <laughs> These are the teachers who don't already clocked out. They already retired. They working, but they retired. Mm -hmm. You know, they already think about what they're going to be doing after they get off work. (laughs) They got it all mapped out. They, they not even, they just looking right through you. Like, oh, word, you need help. You'll figure it out. You got it. And you can tell the paycheck teachers because soon as something go wrong, they start talking about, well, you know, I mean, I could be doing anything else. You know, right, right, right. I got you know, <laughs> it's, it's more money everywhere else. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why I'm putting up with this crap. You know, they start complaining about the money. I don't get paid enough. <laughs> Teaching y'all, I can go do something else. You know, when a truck, when a when a truck driver instructor get fed up, you're like, I'll just go back on the road. This is what they be saying. They get mad at you. <laughs> I ain't got to put up with this. <laughs> There's more money out there anyway. Like mm-hmm. this dude really did that. He really said that to us in the truck one day. 
It's like, this guy is a piece of shit. Like, who cares? You here though, dog. Like, I mean, you here. It's too late. Show us how to do this. But the paycheck teachers, man, I mean, and some of it's not their fault. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes we get in these things in life where we do something maybe a little too long. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we, you know, we we the last one to lead a party. And uh, shit left a long time ago. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I ran into this doing, because I, I got my master's degree, but I did everything online. Mm-hmm. And having those kind of instructors that you know, they have no interest in helping you. <laughs> They have no interest in your success. No. <laughs> they just there, you know, to hand out the assignments. Yes. And grade them. Mm. You know what I mean? And and that's it. Like, you start asking questions, and then they start referring you to other people. Yeah. Questions <laughs> they should know the answers to. You know what? Let me, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> right. Have, like, you, have you talked to James about that? Right, like you should know these things, yeah. like, dude. I had because you know I'm I'm one of those learners. I really want to know why I'm doing stuff, what I'm doing, yeah. how it's gonna help me. You know what I'm saying? Shit like yeah. that. And there's been times where you know I would send a teacher an email after you know doing an assignment, like, okay, I really didn't understand exactly why we did this certain thing. Can you explain how this is going to you know help me looking into this <laughs> field? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, well, that's something you would talk to, you know, a career evaluator about. I'm like, you teaching this. You can't even explain why. Yeah, important. like you need to. Yeah. Why is this important to what? You know, like, uh, why do I need to talk to this person? They're not teaching me. <laughs> right. I need to understand why you're teaching. Are you just looking at a curriculum? Yeah. And this is what's on the curriculum. And you that's just go it. through it. And that's, that's it. it. And, you know, once you clock out, you clock out. It was, <laughs> Man, I had so much experience with that. And it was it was horrible. It was it's horrible. so embarrassing, though. You know, for, like, teachers everywhere that there are people out there who really just, they, they just don't care, man. Yeah. Like, he's like, dude, man, look. They just told me to teach this assignment. I just teach it, bruh. Yeah. That's yeah. all I got for you. I I can't tell you why this shit important because I ain't even paid it no attention. I just passed the shit to you. I just sent you the PDF. Just fill it out and turn it in. Can we move forward, please? Right, right. I got bingo tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this shit I do in my sleep anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't go. know why I do it anymore. I just do it. <laughs> exactly. It's just, I just, we just do it. Why ain't that good enough for y'all? We say it's important, it's important. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just, shit becomes an institution, you know, and those people are just there. Some of them, you know, you see this with like tenured professors. Yeah. You know, I saw when I was in college, like there were, we, like our, the highest professor in our uh, computer science uh, department, he was one of the earliest tenured guys there, the only tenured guy. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck if he was engaged. He didn't give a fuck if you slept in class. Like if you was picking it up and you was struggling. He just didn't care, man. He was there to do what was required of him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, my office hours, you can come through for about 30 minutes. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 6 to 7 p.m. If you got any questions, save it to then. You know? I'm going to plow through this lecture. I don't care if y'all get it. Let's keep it moving. Crazy. Because he knew he couldn't get fired. He's like, I'm tenured. Y'all can't get me up out of the paint. <laughs> it's over. I'm here to stay. I'm here, yeah, to, I'm here stay. to stay. I'm retiring from this bitch. I can stop working a day and get paid until I'm 65. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He didn't give a fuck. 
<laughs> we can sell him. This dude's just here for his paycheck, man. He, he don't care no more, man. He teaches. Because we would have say questions. Yo, how does this theory help us when we start working? Why are we spending so much time on this? He's like, oh, he could never explain it. This motherfucker never worked in IT. He's been teaching his whole life. <laughs> we was like, yo, man, we've been seriously being taught by a motherfucker who ain't never had a job in IT. <laughs> That's the worst. Tenure professor at the top of the list. <laughs> you know. But that his 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 example kind of brings us to the last point of the day, which is the last bad teacher, which is the number five, which is all theory, no practice. Teachers. Mm. Worst. Oh. Out of all of these, these are the worst. Yeah, they're everywhere. I think. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because these guys really don't know how to connect with students at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they be hitting you with mad random you know, generic bars. Like, yeah. And then when you ask them, like, yo, yo, I tried to apply that, though, and it's not working like that, G. Like, can you yeah. explain this? They hit you with more theory. They can't hit you with experience, you know, which is the beautiful thing about, like, a lot of guys, like, in, in just the driving field, like, to, to, to really be able to tell somebody some shit, you can't be no driver in theory. Right. You got to be out there on the road. Yes. To know why it works and how it works. Yes. Like, them fools be having some war stories. You'd be like, yeah, I was in the motherfucking cold and da 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 and I was out there strapping down my thing and a blizzard came and it blew my, my, my load off and I was <laughs> like, damn, what happened? Yeah, then I still made it on time. You know, I had to get it. <laughs> They just will tell you all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but they, they comes from experience. Yeah. Sometimes having experience is actually far more important than technically knowing something. Yeah. You know, uh, I think we learn better from stories. We learn better from those who can actually say, this is what happened to me. And this is, so I'm not telling you no absolutes. I'm going to tell you my experience and what I've seen. You ultimately have to decide how you want to move forward with that information, you know, but I'm going to demonstrate this concept using my experience as opposed to just a concept being by itself you try to figure out why it works if it works if it's even relevant mm-hmm. it's bullshit i hate that yeah it's something that um reminds me of something my my pops used to talk about as far as the military you know you can get higher rankings in a military if you have education yeah not ne- and you don't necessarily need experience in the field mm to get those higher rankings all the time. But when you have people that are under you that have that experience and all you have is theory, they're a lot less likely to trust your word for things and you to explain certain things when all you have is theory. Cause theory don't always work. It's like, it's like somebody telling you how to make beats that only read the manual of the MPC, but have never used the MPC. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, how the fuck are you going to tell me how to stretch this sample if you ain't never stretched this sample? <laughs> right, right. You just you just have heard how samples should be stretched. Right. But you ain't really done it. Right. You don't right. know what happens to the pitch when I stretch the sample like that. Exactly. You exactly. don't know how it sounds all granular if I, if I don't change this set. You don't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. You don't know nothing about changing this, just pitching this one part, but keeping this. That. You don't know nothing. Man, you ain't never bent no. Man, you ain't never done this shit. Right. You have no idea what you're talking about. None. Just theory, though. Yeah. Yeah, and it should line up perfectly. It'll be perfectly on time because your time stretched it. No, the fuck it won't. (laughs) Not if I don't add these little additional things in here and and Mm -hmm. put some sauce on it. Yeah. But they be telling you, though. Yeah, this is how touring is supposed to work. 
This out being an independent fools who ain't never put out a record by themselves put their own <laughs> money up for it. Be trying to tell you how to drop records. Yep. Straight up. I don't have so many people try to tell me shit. I just be like, when have you ever put your own money up? Yeah, man. What you should do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What what you should do is this. Oh, yeah. oh, what records have you put out? Oh, none, but you know, I didn't seen a lot. You know what I'm saying? I didn't seen a lot of people do it. Yeah. And where they go wrong is blah blah blah. <laughs> where they go Nigga. wrong is yeah, they hit you with that. <laughs> What you trying to say? You know what I mean? They do hit you with this. Yeah, but see, what, what, they, what they be messing up at is, you be looking at it like, what the fuck, what? Yeah. You talking about? You ain't done none of this shit. Or they hit you with the, yeah, I mean, I seen what you did over there, but if it was me, <laughs> this if how, I was in your shoes, <laughs> this is how I would have done it. Huh. I mean, you ain't never been in these shoes. Like, yeah. Dudes be, you know, like you've been signed your whole career. You ain't never put out a dot, 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 You ain't never done X, Y, and Z. Right. You got a booking agent. You ain't never called no venues and no promoters yourself. What you talking right. about how you would have done it? <laughs> Where you will and won't play at. You know what I mean? <laughs> what you demand. You making demands out here. All theory. No practice. No experience. <laughs> you know, like you ain't never put your hands on none of this shit. You know, yeah. but they out there man and they got the most bars these dudes with all theory then when you pull their car they be salty salty (laughs) you look like an asshole be like you ain't really done this shit though you know and and I like to believe that that students know Mm -hmm. like you know when someone is experienced at some shit right you know and you know that you see the value in them sharing them jewels with you because you want them jewels like yo i need you to just hit me with all these cheat codes so that i can skip some of this bullshit yeah because usually somebody with experience has stories yes this these are the best times to te- best ways to teach people yes. is by your own experience well this is what i went through yes and this is what i learned going through this so this is why i do things this way now yes you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you see, I'm successful now. Right. So me making that change has put me in a position that you might want to be in. You know what I mean? <laughs> I updated the formulas. Right. And I'm giving them to you. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. It's true, though. Yeah, you got to respect that shit, man. That shit yeah. matters, man. So that's number five so that's it man that's it this week where let me read these 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 types of bad teachers back number one are the trap setters number two type of bad teachers are the commanders number three are the selfish teachers number four are the paycheck teachers number five all theory no practice that's it for this week man i hope y'all get something out of this man and uh you know it's been dope and uh see y'all next week man Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh?